Hey, my whizzes. This is episode 223 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. And today we are talking about goal planning. I'm going to admit that I am rolling my eyes as I say it. Goal planning. If you know me, you know that I love setting and hitting my goals, but I also know that it feels, I don't know, almost cliche to talk about goal setting at the end of the year. This episode is for you if you know that you should be setting goals for next year, but maybe you've got mixed feelings about the process. Today, I'm going to shift your thinking about goals. I'm going to give you my real talk on why it doesn't actually matter if you hit your goals or not, and I'm going to invite you to my live workshop next week. It's aptly named Not Another Goal Workshop. Find your free registration link in the show notes to join me and to do things differently as we head into 2024. So let's drop the baggage around goal setting and get straight into today's episode. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious, values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. All right, my whizzes, here we are headed into December. You've got one last month of the year before we call it quits on 2023. This month is likely all about wrapping up your final holiday push. If you make a seasonal product line, maybe you're slowing down as we head into the winter holidays. Maybe you're spending time with friends and family. I hope you're getting in a rest. Don't forget about that one. And I'm just going to say it. I hope that you are looking ahead to January and beyond. I'm saying it over and over again. Once we get to January, wholesale buyers, come up for air. The holidays are in their rear view mirror and they are finally able to consider new products for their shelves again. And every January, I see the same thing. I see it in my DMs. I see it in industry Facebook and Slack channels. I actually see it in our retail ready community from time to time. I see food and beverage founders scrambling to get your sell sheets updated to fine tune your sales pitches, to rewrite your sales emails, to pull data, to put in your sales pitches, and on and on and on, only to feel behind as you start the new year. There is a better way. (laughs) It starts with identifying what you need to do at a bare minimum between now and that second week of January, and then slowly chip away at it. 30 minutes a week is what I'm recommending to our retail ready students. I mean, it can be that simple, just a few hours between now and early January so that you feel like you are ahead of the game come 2024. Okay, stepping off my soapbox here, that is enough of a reminder from me right now. Let's move towards goals because actually it's all related, right? First today, we're going to talk about the big why. Why the heck are we setting goals and how does it impact our business? 
And then we're going to touch on a big aha moment that I had around setting and working towards my own goals. And it really helped me shift my thinking around it. And I'm going to offer it to you today as well. So the why. Why the heck are we going to spend time outlining our goals? Our time is limited, especially this time of year. Why don't we just jump right in, do our best, and see what happens? I mean, I think more often than not, even if we know the importance of setting goals, we do just that. We just start. We skip the goal setting and we jump right into doing the work. And this, my whizzes, is the quickest way to lead to burnout, to frustration, to that feeling of failure. And we've all been there, myself included. And I want to reiterate that setting goals or setting intentions or outlining a plan or doing visioning, whatever you want to call it, even 10 minutes of strategic thinking is the antidote to all of that, the burnout, the fatigue, the failure, the frustration. Now, I know that you know why we set goals in theory, right? We outline our goals so that we know whether or not we are working on the right things in our business and whether or not our efforts are worth it. We use goals as one way of measuring success. Unless you articulate a goal, you don't know where to focus your efforts week in and week out, right? And you don't know whether or not you are doing the right thing in your business. If you've ever felt like you are just winging it in your biz or like you're spinning your wheels but not making actual progress or you sit down on Monday and you're like, what the heck should I be working on or prioritizing this week? You have likely missed the step of having a clear goal and a clear outline to get there. That's why we start Retail Ready with all of that organization and goal planning stuff. So unless you have a goal... You don't know if you've achieved enough or even what you set out to achieve in the first place. I mean, how will we know if we've hit our goals unless we know what the goals are? How will we know when we can celebrate our success, when we can take a breather, when we can pause for a moment, unless we have an end in mind? Goals can be scary. It can be daunting to verbalize what your picture of success is. It can be intimidating to admit, either to yourself or publicly, what you want from yourself and what you want from your business. After all, once you say it, it's it's out there in the world. And then if you don't hit that goal, it can be disheartening, right? In my experience, people don't set goals because you're afraid of both the failure that you might feel if you don't hit your goals and... On the other side, the success and the overwhelm you might feel if you do hit those goals. And that's a tough place to live in, fear of both success and failure. Is that you? Are you subconsciously or in full awareness not setting goals because you're stuck in this mindset of darned if I do, darned if I don't? It's time to be honest with yourself and try something new with me today and in our Not Another Goal workshop on December 6th. I've got your free registration linked in the show notes. Now, this is what I typically see when folks set goals. Either you set them and then you fast forward a few months and you haven't thought about your goals since you first outlined them, since you first put them down on paper. You know, it's like, what goals? (laughs) You then likely judge yourself thinking, okay, like what's it going to 
take for me to actually follow through on the things that I say are important to me? Why can't I do this? If I really want it, why am I not making progress here? There's a lot of beat down there. I see it a lot. Or for some of you, you set the goals and then you jump straight to the work. You put your head down, you grind it out, you're working those nights and weekends maybe, and you actually hit your goals, but you're doing it at the expense of yourself. You're exhausted, but on paper, you hit that goal. And neither scenario is ideal, right? Goals are tricky like that, which is exactly why we're doing it differently in our workshop on December 6th. Whether you're more a person A who sets it and forgets it, or person B who sets it and obsesses over it, you're going to learn a key step that most founders overlook in the goal setting process live with me on December 6th. Okay, so that's the why. We articulate goals so we know where we're going, so that we actually can look and see the growth and the success that we've had along the way. So that's our big why. And now I want to share the key mindset shift that I had around goal setting a few years ago, and it's fundamentally changed the way I view my personal and our Food Biz Wiz team goals. Here's the key to all of this. It doesn't actually matter if you hit your goals. It doesn't actually matter. Here's why. When you set a goal and you work towards it, whether or not you achieve it, you have grown. When you put a goal down on paper and you actively put systems in place or change your behavior as you work towards it, you have grown. And The really interesting thing here is that we can't actually control whether or not we hit our goal. I'm going to give you an example in a moment, but you'll see in this example about how we can't control the outcome. All we can control is the behaviors that we do, the actions that we take in pursuit of the goal. So that's where the magic is. So let's get away from thinking that if we don't hit our goals, we have somehow failed. That's simply not true. You have moved the dial in the right direction. And that's all we can ask of ourselves as we build our businesses. Small, consistent steps forward towards our goals. So here's an example. Let's say that you have a goal of opening 100 new wholesale accounts in 2024. That's a great goal. That's a doable goal for many of our retail ready students. So if we were sitting here one year from now in December, 2024, and you had opened 94 accounts, would you say that this past year was a failure? You can bet that you have learned a heck of a lot as you opened those 94 accounts. You fine-tuned your sales pipeline, you updated your sales strategy, you learned the language of wholesale, you gained self-confidence in your pitch, That growth happened all the way to your goal. Heck, even if you opened 35 accounts out of your original 100 goal, we know that you had to learn and implement a ton of new things in order to make that happen. And again, here's where I say, like, if your goal is to open 100 new accounts, we can't actually guarantee that that's going to happen. You could work your butt off next year. You could do everything right, but you actually 
can't make that wholesale buyer open your sales emails. You can't make that wholesale buyer place a first order. You can't make a new account carry you, right? There are decision makers on the other end. You can do all the things that influence those people. But at the end of the day, you can't go and put yourself in their chair and write that purchase order. So if we recognize that, that you can't actually guarantee that you would hit that 100 new account goal, we turn and we look to the things that we can guarantee. You can guarantee that you're sending that sales email every Monday morning. You can guarantee that you are picking up the phone and following up two weeks after sending the email. You can guarantee that you're going to show up at Expo West and have your promotional strategy dialed in, right? Those are things that are all in your control on the way of pursuing those 100 new accounts. Got it? So the growth and the change happens as you work towards your goal, not as you magically hit the end number. So when I think about goals and pursuing goals, the success is whether or not we did the things we said we would do in pursuit of the goal. It's not actually the end goal, that end number that determines whether or not we're successful. We are successful if we do the things we said we're going to do along the way, because that's where the growth happens. Okay, and then what, what if you do hit your big goal and you are wildly successful? Well, first off, you have earned it. <laughs> you have earned it, right? You have done a lot along the way. And in our live Not Another Goal workshop, you're going to learn my take on celebrating your wins and how regularly acknowledging your growth and success can help you gain confidence, it can quiet that imposter syndrome, and help you recognize that you do deserve that success. So my whizzes, that is why you set goals so that we have a map that tells us what to focus on in our businesses, a way to measure success, and a way to recognize that our progress, regardless of whether or not we hit that original end goal, is what we care about, the growth along the way. So I want to make sure that we don't jump right into the doing of the goal setting and that we use today to get on the same page about the importance of slowing down in this work. I want to know if you're committed with me. Are you motivated to set your business and personal goals for 2024? So if you're committed, committed to actually figuring out what you want from 2024 alongside me, all that you have to do is join me in my live Not Another Goal workshop on December 6th. It's going to be fun and it's going to be effective. You're going to have a plan for next year that feels really good as you head into 2024, and you're going to know what to focus on and how to get started. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. <laughs> so here's your assignment for the week. If you are as excited as I am, let me know. Sign up for our live workshop in the show notes. Come and send me a DM on Instagram to tell me that you're committed and then invite your business bestie to join you as we vow to do things differently next year. I want 2024 to be the year that you feel 
ease or flow or productivity or alignment or excitement or confidence or fun or you know whatever your word is. And I'm going to do my best to help you make it happen in our live workshop. Here's the deal. This is a busy time of year and one that can very easily feel like it slips away from us, right? Like poof, December's gone. (laughs) But it's also a powerful time to reflect on what worked well this past year, what felt challenging or growth-oriented, and what you want to take forward in 2024. I don't want you to miss out on wrapping up 2023 with intention, which is exactly why we're going to do this live, not another goal workshop on Tuesday, December 6th. Join me to do it differently for 2024 and take that first overlooked step to setting and mapping out next year's goals. Now, if you miss our workshop, I've still got you with a few more podcast episodes as we close out 2023. But you know what I always say. (laughs) It's one thing to listen to the podcast, and it's a whole other thing to actually sit down and do the work and make changes in your business. So I do hope you make the commitment to join me live on December 6th. As we end today, thank you, as always, for joining me here on the podcast and for committing to growing your business and yourself alongside me and my team. It is truly an honor to support you. Here is to a wonderful wrap-up of 2023 and to our big or small intentions that we will set together over this next month. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Wiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.